slow. Your trap slow, my nigga. I feel sorry for you. Sorry, nigga. Cause we banging hand to hand, getting it in them holes. I'm talking transactions, CDS, them distributions. We going hard with this shit. We need our restitution. I love my nigga, so I do whatever for my dog. Nigga, say he need me, and I got him. He'll never fall. I'm coming in the clutch, something like I'm Kyrie. You niggas bluffing, man. I wish you niggas would try. Be down, and guess what? We need answers. Episode 114. Today I have Chef Day here with me. We all know what I like. I feel like I talk about food enough here. I feel like Baltimore got the best food in the country. I ain't been a whole lot of places, but I still feel like we got the best food. Um, I follow all the food blogs from any city, from our city, most importantly, because I'm going to go to all the new spots. But, so, in that case... I like to talk to the people that actually put the stuff together because I'm a, I'm a uh, self-proclaimed chef. I do my thing. I'm a French toast king in the kitchen. So you know, I'm a little nice with it. I'm trying to get nicer. So I'm open for tips. But uh, <laughs> so uh, we going to get into everything Chef they got going on um, now in the past and for the future. So everybody can tap in and get some of this good food. Hopefully I get some soon. Um, but you start from the top. Introduce yourself. Well, I'm Chef Day, owner of Dream Street Cuisine, food truck, and catering, and soon to be a part of a food hall on North Avenue called The Mill on North. Congratulations. Thank you. Go ahead. You go. <laughs> uh, we, well, me and my team have been working tirelessly doing caterings lately, uh, and I've been able to invest more into my food truck. I purchased a food truck in 2020 in the midst of the pandemic mm -hmm. and uh, I bought it as is. Mm -hmm. So I bought it with all of the problems that came with it and I went straight out on the street with it, okay. not knowing nothing about a food truck. I oh, just wow. knew, you know, I, I wanted to get my food into the world some kind of way. Right. So just like a used car, the food truck was used mm -hmm. and it went downhill on me. Oh, okay. So what I had to end up doing was taking it off the street after, you know, building up a clientele for it. Mm -hmm. They was enjoying the food so much, you know, it was kind of disappoint, disappointing to let them down. But I knew that in order for me to be successful with the food truck, I had yeah, to yeah. restart. Right. Um, I literally took notes on everything that I was doing wrong. Mm -hmm. I watched YouTube videos of other people who own food trucks, mm -hmm. books. I actually spoke to a couple of food truck owners, things that I did not do in the beginning mm -hmm. so that it would have prepared me for where I am now. Okay. But those failures has actually helped me tremendously. Okay. Like a lot. I know what not to do now. I know how far prepared I need to be now mm -hmm. and just focusing on working ahead. Right. Gosh. So you started from the jump with the food truck. Before no. Any? Oh, okay. So you was doing the catering first. Yes, my first. No, I can't even say that. I actually started off selling anything I could create. Food. Food, fruit platters, salads. Okay. So, so where did you where did your passion for food coming from? Where did that start? Uh, when I was growing up, I had you know grew up in a household with two of my aunts, mm -hmm. and you know one of them per se enjoyed cooking for the community okay, her friends right. family okay. Okay. if she cooked you know she made sure she gave somebody a plate even right. still to 
to this day. She's, She's still, still giving people pleats. That's what's um, She would sell food here and there. Mm. And, you know, watching her do what she did and, you know, the things she had to do to do it, mm -hmm. you know, made me look at it in a sense of, you know, I can take it further. Mm. And then my other aunt on the other side, she was into baking and cooking. Mm. Uh, and I seen her love for cooking mm. and how interested she was into it. And she would pull me in the kitchen and tell me, you know, do this, do that, pay attention to this. She was the first one who introduced me to recipes. Mm. And when she showed me that, she actually had patience with me, okay. you know, because I was, right, I was like, <laughs> clueless as crap mm -hmm. and she would do things from start to beginning from beginning to end mm -hmm. and we would taste it at the end mm -hmm. it's been times where she didn't fix stuff and she wouldn't like it and mm -hmm. she's not one of the type of people that force you to eat it right. she would definitely say oh you don't gotta eat that okay you know and between those two i did learn you know how to be a cook because mm -hmm. from both of them i learned how to not just cook, but to enjoy what I was doing. Gotcha. You know. How old was you when you was going to do all that? I was a teen, early teen. Okay. Early teen. Okay. So I'm going to ask you, son, if they watch this and might start a beef, who was the best one out of both of them? Who's nice? I'm not answering kids? that. <laughs> all right, I'm I take that. that. I because they both that. are good at what they do. Right. You know. Okay, gotcha. I take that. Um, so... Was this something that you were eager to learn, or was this you? Was you seeing them do it, and then you got interested in it, or it was like she just pulled you in and was like, "You should, you need to learn this type of stuff." I believe she felt like it was a part of something I just needed to know okay. as a female, okay. you know. Yeah, and because yeah. I showed interest in it, mm -hmm. she wanted to show me more. Right, right, and that's super rare. Like I said, because. A lot of people don't have patience in the kitchen. They like no. to get down and do what they do. You? No. Yeah. I oh, I had to learn. I had to learn. I had to learn. So, what was the first dish that you learned? Like that you perfected? What's the first dish that you perfected? Pasta. Spaghetti. Spaghetti. Uh, Alfredo. Okay. That's you know. The, that's the. Um, they say that's the girl go-to meal. It is. Alfredo. And now I don't even like making it. <laughs> I ain't had Alfredo in so long, but that's that's when you was like, all right, I got this. Right. Okay. Okay. And then the older you got, I'm assuming you started to branch out and do more. Yes. As far as the cooking. Yes. Um, my boyfriend really, really, when we first started dealing mm -hmm. with each other, he grew up in a house with his mom, mm -hmm. and that's all she did was cook for him. Right. So, of course, he was, he was just, exactly, yeah, yeah. and I knew that. So, it was like, I'm a competitive person. Yeah, I yeah, need yeah, to, yeah, you know, yeah. oh, no. Nah. <laughs> you know, I have to make sure that you have what you need here. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it spoiled him ridiculously mm. to the point, like. Shout out to him, because that means he got, he can't go nowhere without a home. You or the mother. That is true. Like, but that's, <laughs> man, shout out to him, because it's hard for me to get a nice cook home meal now. I ain't going to lie. Yeah, he, he can agree with you on that. <laughs> right now, he's throwing it in my face. And I only can get um, a home-cooked meal is if I pay you. It's only for paying customers. <laughs> you That's how you are now? Now you're only cooking for the, the money? It wouldn't even say, um My schedule is so caught up gotcha, that a day that. like today, mm -hmm. I actually cooked early today. Okay. Because I know once I go home, it's a shower and I'm out. Right. So you, you spoke about the um, going into that business with the truck early. Yes. And learning from your mistakes. I think that's super important because people, 
a lot of times people get turned away from going through those issues early and they they'll just quit off of that or he might fall back for a little bit and go back but you actually took the time to study and learn from the mistakes and all that so how was that process on your mental when you was going through that like you was down i was extremely down okay because i i don't like to fail yeah and I feel you. a part of me got so frustrated with it that i wanted to sell it mm -hmm. and um I have a really great support system mm -hmm. to the point where they told me, like, you sell it, you'll be a fool, mm -hmm. especially for the price that I got it for. That's it was a, a, a great number compared to what, what they, they are starting for. with now. And that's the same when that's on your page? Yes. It's icy. Thank it you. It look good. It looks uh, good. I'm going to show you the, the before pictures. Okay. okay. <laughs> but, um, yeah, like, like. They looked at it like, if you were to sell this, you're going to regret it. That's mm. what uh, the, the woman, April, kept telling me. She was like, okay. it just wouldn't be a smart business move. Mm. She was like, take your break from it mm. and then start over. Because I can hear the frustration in your voice. Mm. You know, you feel like it's a waste of your time. It's a waste of your money. She was like, she was basically like, you know, you're going to regret it. And you're not going to want to give up on something. And then you want it back mm -hmm. and you're going to be really upset with yourself because now you're going to spend all this money on something that you already had. Right. And that's where I was at mentally. I yeah. took a break. Yeah. I took a break. I literally got it out of my mind, mm -hmm. started working on other stuff. And then once, you know, my emotions calmed down, I was like, okay, cool. I can start over now. You was able to deal with it. Again. Right. Right. So was so, uh, prior to the, to the, um, so, so when did you actually start your catering business? I started my catering business in 2017. Okay. And what was the process of that? Like, what made you say, all right, I'm going to start a catering business? Like, my cousin Taye definitely, she is a, 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 a extreme force mm -hmm. to my process. Okay. And she was the one who, like, bulldozed me into it. Like she was like, you have to do it, yeah. and I'm looking at her like, nope. <laughs> and so before that, you was just you were selling dinners, or you was just cooking regular. I was just cooking regular. Anything, literally, I'm a creative person. If I create it, uh -huh. I want you to try it. And, and she was like, you cook so good, you need to start doing exactly. This. Okay. And my first catering that I did because I worked in the catering industry for other people. Okay. Helping. Actually. Uh, uh, what do you mean helping? Like you was helping the other caterers or? Like yeah, um, I was helping them run the catering floor in the stadium, okay. the Oreo stadium. Okay, okay, okay. And I did really well in there. Okay. So I took what I learned from there mm -hmm. and I put it into what I knew. I knew in order for me to do it, mm -hmm. I needed to do it right. And yeah. I needed to come off extremely well because, okay. you know, my the way I think is, you don't want to look like no one else. Mm -hmm. You don't want no one else to confuse you with no one else. So yeah. my very first catering, to be honest with you, I did an amazing job to say it was my first one. I can okay. say that now, but mm -hmm. back then, no, I was still kicking myself in the Hard butt. Hard on yourself. Very much so. <laughs> but was, what, what, what about it makes you say that, though, that you did so well? My setup. Okay. My setup definitely was, like, really good to say it was my very first mm -hmm catering mm -hmm. and i did it by myself and my two little cousins were with me that just helps. to assist me okay you know and okay. even they were looking at me like you really did that yeah yeah what so did you go to school or anything i went to school and i stopped because it became very expensive culinary or regular culinary college? okay 
How was that experience? I'm not a book person. Okay. I'm not. You know, I I learned most of what I know from being in the field. Yeah. In the kitchen, yeah. being yelled at, screamed at. Yeah. Having stuff grown at you, yeah. you know the cooking industry is is very it's a high demand. But in some cases, I'm a female, a mm-hmm. black female, mm-hmm. and you, when I walk through those doors, I have to remind myself, you cannot just go in here and expect the things to be given to you. Yeah, yeah, I, and I, I learn the same way, so I definitely know exactly what you mean. Like I tell people all the time, I went, to, I graduated from college, but I definitely learned way more experience and stuff than I did in college. As far as that, as far as the, the learning part. Like, right. The experience was, was, was great, but as far as the being in the field and learning, I definitely learned more because experience is going to teach you anyway. So Exactly. That's, that's definitely the way to go. So it sounds like you was blessed to have, like I used to always say, I always used to like, admire people who have people like that pushed them and, and guided them like you said your aunt pulled you in showed you the way your cousin pushed you to do it so it's like when those when the people like that are behind you it's like it gives you a boost of confidence of course because because you, you got support and then you got people that believe in you because they wouldn't do it if they believed in you and that's true so what's so how much how how big of a part did does that play in your process of doing everything Support is important because those days when you want to give up or those days where you have doubt, mm-hmm. when I first started, I didn't have the faith that I have now. Okay. I don't have the courage that I have now. Mm-hmm. It took for the people around me to speak life into me mm-hmm. because just because I know I'm good at something. Other people may not. Exactly. Say, right. You know, right. I thought I was doing a good job, yeah. you know, from the things that I, I had learned. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when you throw some things out into the world and you don't get the response that you were expecting, mm-hmm. that it, it crushes you. Yeah. You know, sure. you, you feel like you have a million dollar post, but you only get 10 likes. Yeah. yeah. You know, that is it's hard breaking because yeah. you're like what did i do wrong right why don't they like this and mm-hmm. the whole time it's not that they just don't know you right right true and then you like what did what what happened like why exactly ain't this time? so um i want to go back to the i'm real interested in that the process with the truck the food truck so when you did your research and you figured out what was what you was doing wrong what's and i'm asking you just specifically for anybody that might be interested in that because my, my follow-up question would be, what do you feel like is something that people should be mindful of that, that get in? I'm going to start with the food truck because I know that's, correct me if I'm wrong, is that a big difference than just selling food and just being in a store or just selling dinners? Like you would say that whole process is different from... It is. Okay. So first, I want to ask you, what were some of the things you had to, what, that you realized when you went back and did your research? Like, oh, I did this wrong. I did that wrong. Um, preparation. Okay. Food truck. You can't start a food truck mm-hmm. an hour before okay. you need to serve. Got to be early. It has to be early. Okay. Okay. You uh, was doing that? That's what you Yes. Doing. Okay. 
It was literally like men, my my mentality was I had the house mentality. Okay. You know, okay. I knew how to prep my food yeah. to sell my food. Yeah. I had that part down. Yeah. But now I have to prepare this truck. Yeah. Because you're going straight to the store. Exactly. Now you're going to all exactly. the other shit in the truck. Got you. You have okay. a generator. Okay. You have to make make sure that it's going to start up. I gotcha. had a bad gotcha. incident with my generator. Okay. A bad one. Okay. Um, make sure that everything in the truck is running mm -hmm. before you even start to serve. Because okay. you may think that something is working and you're moving too fast yeah. and an hour or two go past your refrigerator isn't mm. reaching the temperature that has happened to me okay okay my water mm. was getting air stuck in it so it wasn't shooting through the pipes like it was supposed to mm. i had to learn a trick on how to keep it running without getting the air stuck in it okay because that takes time trying to suck air out of a pipe yeah it, yeah, yeah. It's a process before it gets Exactly. Okay. So in order to ensure that the truck is ready, mm -hmm. I know now to start early, mm -hmm. make sure everything is running for more than an hour. Okay. Because the temperature can be where it's at, but it has to stay there throughout the whole service. Yeah. Or you look up and you're in the middle of the service and you have a refrigerator that is reaching 60. Mm -hmm. And now you are about to end up in a situation where your food is dropping the temperature. Okay. And Damn. you don't want that. That's super technical. It's very so. Would you say that that pro that that process is harder than? That's the hardest process of, of selling food in any capacity that you've done the food truck. Yes. Because of the variables. The variables are important because, uh, I I found out the difference in having a food permit. When oh. the health department comes around, they label what type of food you have. Uh. Me, I'm fancy. I like fresh food yeah nothing frozen right i don't have no deep fryer on okay. my food truck everything is fresh fresh cut, fresh cut fries okay. fresh seafood all that. of these things are considered a high risk to them mm. because if they're not held at the right temperature bacteria can grow in them sick. Mm. and you can get a lot of people sick yeah and if you're going to do this, you know, even when they come out to inspect your truck, they're going to come and inspect and make sure everything is at the right temperature because okay. bacteria is very deadly. Yeah, yeah. And you don't want that. I don't want that. And I they, don't want that. They like real, because I know they, they shut down a lot of businesses with stuff like that. So yes. they, they be on that real heavy, like that's a real important. They on it enough, but I'm not, even when I open up my place, mm -hmm. I have sheets now mm -hmm. whereas though my team is going to be checking my okay. refrigeration throughout okay. the day gotcha. so that you know if something is higher than it was an hour or two ago mm -hmm. we can know when it started gotcha. so that we can know how long we can keep this food or if it needs to go in the trash okay. because the thing with the health department is the trash is your best friend mm -hmm. why because i'd rather throw it in the trash than for someone to get sick and one person isn't going to get sick gotcha. a group of people are yeah, going to get sick yeah. and it's going to spread right 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 and that then once that spread the word of mouth will spread Thank you. too yeah got you so so is the truck on the road now like it's, it's in business right now no it's not in business right now um okay. i just finished doing all of the permits for all of it mm -hmm. uh i'm doing a launch date Okay. It, as of right now, it's March the 27th. Okay. And the next three weeks, we're just going to be preparing once again. Gotcha. Me preparing my team yeah. to be ready so that we're open on time uh -huh. and that we're prepared for when people start walking up to the window. Gotcha. So, where is it? Does, is the plan to be in different locations or is it going to be in one spot? Right now, the plan is to be in different locations. Okay. Uh, and that's the only reason why 
I'm doing it that way is to touch more people. Gotcha. Sometimes when you're stationed, you are going to be in a situation where the people in the community is going to support you. Some people may not even want to travel. Some people cannot travel. Right. I, I have learned with having the food truck on the street, mm. you see so many more people mm. because you're in different parts of the yeah, city. in the community, yeah. And you want that because you want as many people to support you as possible. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And people love food, so... If it's good food, they gonna come. Yeah, let me like so. Prime example, mm -hmm. I went to go get my tags for my food truck, mm -hmm. and the woman who was registering my food truck, mm -hmm. she saw my business name and she say, "Oh, your Dream Street cuisine." <laughs> People do not know me by my name. Okay. It is instantly my business name. Okay, and I'm like, "Yes, ma'am." I'm nervous. I'm sitting there like, "What happened?" She was like, no, 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 we've been looking for you. And I'm like, you've been looking for me? She was like, yeah, you used to be down there at State Center, you uh, know, by um, the state office buildings. Gotcha. I was like, yes, ma'am. She was like, yeah, we used to come down there all the time and get food from you. It was a That's weight off Utah, my shoulder. Right, right yep. by Utah? It, Dolphin. Dolphin, yep. yeah, I know exactly. Yep. It, um, I used to be out there a lot on Wednesdays. Uh -huh. Uh, a friend of mine had told me to start bringing the truck down there, and mm. I did pretty well down there on Wednesdays. Okay. I can imagine. That's where all the working people at. Exactly. All the buildings right there. They but come. it was during the pandemic, okay, so okay. everyone wasn't in the building. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. And so I still how was, did well. How was that? The, the, um, how did the uh, pandemic affect the business period, like even outside of the food truck? Not my business. Oh, that's what's up. People I still up. eating. Yeah. Was, <laughs> I was up. Yeah, I was up. I was up. <laughs> that's what's up, dude. That's yeah. good. That's I did up. pretty well in I'm... the pandemic because everything was shut down. Yeah, yeah. That's what's food up. Food truck. Food that's like trucks. your best? Yeah. Okay. That's food trucks were what everyone was running to. True. If it true. wasn't for my truck giving me problems, yeah. I would have did even better. Right. Damn. That's what's up. So, um, what's, what's your... So... What is the what? What do you so the food truck sells? What is it uh, specializing? What's what's if I'm coming to your truck, I don't know nothing about nothing. What do you can I expect to get? What type of food? Uh, I specialize in seafood. Okay. I'm a seafood my favorite um, kind of girl, mm -hmm. but I have wings as well, flavored wings. Okay. Okay. And a lot of people like my wings a lot, um, okay. especially the honey sriracha. The lemon pepper, we added like two new flavors. Okay. But the wings were our like number one seller. Okay. Uh, Everybody yeah. loves wings. Definitely. I and of them. course, the fresh cut fries. Mm. Uh, we I made like them it. on a truck. Like boardwalk? Yep. Type? Okay. So when you say seafood, you got crab cakes? No. So we'll mean? switch it up. <laughs> <laughs> we have um, crab, crab sliders. Okay. And okay. We have sliders. I just created a salmon slider. Okay. They are, they call them, I call them my little babies because okay. they are nice and chubby. Okay. Uh, we are throwing a salmon wrap on there. Um, my goal for that was to make it sweet mm -hmm. um, and savory. Mm -hmm. uh, we have chicken and waffles, uh, fresh um, shrimp basket. Mm -hmm. I'm a fried shrimp eater, mm -hmm. so I was Me like, too. I have to have a shrimp basket on okay. my truck. Okay. Uh, I created a seafood grilled cheese, and I, it's called the Super Bag Grilled Cheese. Okay. I call it the Super Bag Grilled Cheese because I'm being very honest with you. When I was creating this sandwich, uh, I listen to music mm -hmm. when I'm cooking, mm -hmm. and uh, James Brown was playing mm -hmm. on my speaker, 
and his Super song, bad. yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. And I like I kept replaying it because it was like the more I was playing it, the more I was it. getting into the yeah, sandwich. Gotcha, gotcha. And I didn't have no choice but the name of that. Right. That makes sense. So what's in that? Lobster, crab meat, and shrimp. Okay. That and it's great. five cheeses. That sounds great. I'm going to show you the pictures. Yeah, I just please. redid it actually today. And that's going to be on the truck? It is. I'm, I'm working with the prices right now okay. because... Oh, Thanks to inflation, <laughs> you know, we have to make sure that we're profiting off of the sandwich. Sure, it, we know sure. that it's something that the people are going to want. We know yeah, this is yeah, something yeah, that people yeah. are going to need. Got to make sense, though. It, it has to make sense. Yeah, yeah. Or oh, you'll be burning yourself. Burning isn't a word. Lobster <laughs> alone I know that's is expensive. expensive. And it's real lobster. It isn't no imitation, nothing. Yeah. Well, that's what's up. I definitely... I can't wait. I'm, I'm, all, I'm all in. You got me sold already. So before you started the catering and before you started the truck, what was your, what was the, the dish that everybody wanted you to make? It wasn't even a dish. What was it? Juice. Okay. What kind of dish? I had made this, um, this fruit juice. Mm -hmm. It was just regular juice with fruit in it, and okay. I had it in like these, these like clear cups. Mm -hmm. And I was selling them everywhere. Okay. And it was crazy. Like, I was selling them out of the trunk of my car in a cooler. Mm -hmm. And it had got to the point where people were saying to me, like, you need to put liquor in it. You need to put liquor in it. I was just thinking that when you said that. Yeah. <laughs> me, I was a scaredy cat because I'm like, I don't want to get in trouble yeah, and you. things of that nature. Mm -hmm. But once enough people started asking, it was like, all right, let me try it. Mm -hmm. And I did it. Mm -hmm. uh, this guy had seen me, um, had bought a couple of the juices from me, mm -hmm. and he had asked me, um, can I make them for his restaurant? Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, sure. I think that's like when I was like extremely excited. I didn't even make no money off of it. It just okay. was there. Somebody wanted my juices in yeah. their establishment. Yeah. Uh, they, I had it in there, and then I had it in another place, and I cannot think what the other place was. But people were buying it. Like, literally, my mm. aunt just asked me the other day, like, what happened to the juices? And I was like, the ingredients that I was using for it, they don't mm. even sell it no more. Oh, okay. I was about to say, was you selling on the truck? No, it's going to be something similar to it, but okay. that, like, the main ingredient, they don't even sell it no more. Oh, damn. Okay. I, you, you, you got a hell of a confirmation. That guy saying that, like... I want you to sell it. It's like everybody's like pulling. Exactly. Pulling you pull like you you because people don't get it like that. So that's like a but even not even giving all them the credit, it still takes for you to acknowledge it and go with it too. Exactly. Because a lot of people get like I used to see this to my own was all the time. Like we used to talk about dudes who get in positions that like people be putting good positions and fuck it up mm -hmm. or just don't take it serious so exactly like that's but I, I salute you for following through with all that stuff because a lot of people get signs and pushes and confirmation like that and they don't take heed to it so um so you said the juice was that so what's what do you feel like i don't know if this is the same answer now and then mm -hmm. what do you feel like is your best dish or product I wouldn't even know how to answer that because um You don't eat your food? Occasionally. <laughs> I know it's like that with chefs. They don't right. really be It's it's occasionally and it's not a bad thing. Mm -hmm. Um because I'd be so focused on creating something gotcha. that I will call someone I know, like come, come try to, this. Yeah. 
Because for me, I cannot taste it. No, mm-hmm. why I can't taste it is because I'm going to pick it apart yeah, tremendously. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to find everything wrong with it. Chefs are like that. Always. Chefs it's like bad. That. So I stopped tasting my own food because you, no one would get anything from me. I would mm-hmm. be creating stuff and just holding on to it because to me, it wouldn't ever be right. Gotcha. I understand. So that's when I got into the habit of picking four people and giving it away. Any four? Or it's the same four? Any four. Okay. So I so I'm assuming everybody else's favorite is the wings from what you're saying. Everybody yes. loves wings. Okay. Hands down the wings. Can't go wrong with that. What is your So you said you had a very good first experience with the catering. What yes. is your worst experience with the catering? Worst experience. I would say hmm. Me and catering get along pretty well. Um, not, well, I can't even say that you're going to run into people that expect something for nothing. Yeah. You want you to do a millionaire. Exactly. Yeah. And you know, the one thing about me, I have a good heart. Mm -hmm. And if I feel like you're trying, I'm going to do my best. It's been times where I did caterings that I didn't profit any money. Because I can hear in a person's voice like this is their last, and mm-hmm. they're trying to, you know, do what they need to do. Yeah, but that comes back to you anyway. It, it does. Yeah. But sometimes, even doing that, it seemed like the more I did that for people, the worse the outcome would be. Okay. People would be very negative, and I'd be sitting there like I just worked for nothing, and you have so much to okay. say. I understand that. Now understand that I'm in a position where people can't afford to pay me what I'm asking for, they are the nicest people. Yeah. They're the ones who give me tips. They're the ones who give me feedback. They're the ones who send me more business. Mm-hmm. And it's nothing against the, the other group, but yeah. it was just like the people who have the money mm-hmm. gave me less slack. Right. Okay. I understand. I see you what know? you mean. Other than that, I, I cook all day and provide you with what you need. Right. You know, I just want to feel appreciated yeah, when I leave. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Because you're putting in a lot of work doing that. Exactly. Putting in a lot of work. So, so, I was, so is that the biggest lesson you learned with catering? It is. Okay. Um, what would you say, anybody that, what's, what's something that you would say, uh, something to be mindful of or a tip for somebody that say they want to be start a catering business? See, my advice is always different because I did things the hard way. Okay. I would definitely say prepare as, as much as you can. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I say that is because it was hard. Mm. It was extremely hard. My mm-hmm. first three years, I was broke. Mm. Like, broke. I'm trying to think of an entertainer that was broke. But that broke. Okay. <laughs> and um, that's all I had was work mm-hmm. and bills. Mm-hmm. And it was extremely hard. I had to teach myself how to make a profit. Okay. And the, on, in order to make a profit was how I was going to feed my family mm-hmm. because it, 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 it was tough. That was like, they were some dark days for me. I understand that. I understand. So um, the, the process of... Uh, the process of, of this, I mean, what I get from it so far is the process of everything is just staying in it and exactly. getting through that. Exactly. Yeah. I look at people that 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 are in other fields, mm-hmm. 
and see how long they've been in their field mm-hmm. and how long it took for them to get to where they at. Mm-hmm. Like prime example, Missy Elliott or Timberland. Mm-hmm. You know, they started off in the eighties. Yeah. You yeah. know, yeah. being can I curse on you? Yeah, how are you? Being shitted on. Yeah. Extremely. I like I like watching documentaries. Yeah, like me I too. like watching documentaries me too. Me too. to AT. Like mm-hmm. I'll be watching people who are great at what they they icon to mm-hmm. are great at what they do and I watch everything that they've been through. Mm-hmm. And you gotta look at yourself like, you mm-hmm. know, look at how far they didn't come along came along. Yeah. You can be in a business for forty years and yeah. then that fiftieth, you're the biggest person That's that is. Yeah. You got to stay down. And that's what I was just talking about this. Um, I think it was the last episode, but it's just about if you, if it's your passion and what you're down for, you don't even mind it. Like it's, it's hard. I mean, of course you mind the financial part. If you're down, you're broken and all that. But mm-hmm. when you know what you're in it for, because to me, I believe that it's all going, well, if you stay down and you, you believe in what you're doing, it's going to work out in the long run. So of course, if you stay down and play the part, like, but I feel like all of those bumps and bruises is a part of the process. It don't, it's going to make you who you are at the end of the day. Like everything you said about what you learned with the trucking business. If you stay through that and you learn from that, it's going to make everything else easier because you've been through the hard part already. Exactly. And then you working through that and then you going back and putting it all together and taking it to the top. So I definitely feel like that process is worth it. If you believe in it, um, what is your, a few questions before we get, we won't get into the, the, um, the brick and mortar okay. and all that. What's your favorite? I don't know. I was, I want to see it cause I don't want you to be biased. So what you, what you, what is your favorite? I'm going to say now and then before you started your business, cause it might be two different answers. What is your favorite? What's your favorite food in Baltimore? Your favorite Baltimore food? Crab cakes. All right. What is your favorite restaurant? In Baltimore? Yeah. Damn. That answer is up in the air now. Oh, because wow. I, as soon as I think I like something, mm-hmm. I'm on to something else. Okay. It's so what was it before you started your business? Where was it before I started my business? It could be fast food, be carry out, Man. whatever. What was it? What was it? <laughs> Before so, I started cooking for myself, I could have had that answer for you then, but now it's like a blur because I, I'm such a foodie that it, it's like the food you, that I used to eat back then, you know, you know, I can't eat now. Are you very critical of food now that you like this? I am. So you can't, everything you eat it. So if that's the case, then your, what's your favorite food? Curry cakes? Yeah. Who got the best curry cakes? That answer up in the end. <laughs> <laughs> All right, give me top five then. Oh, right now for me, I'm gonna be honest with you, Jimmy's. Okay. Jimmy's has been repeatedly keeping their recipe. Yeah. It's not. It's fluffy. Yeah. It's chewy, mm-hmm. and it gives you the Baltimore, the Maryland taste. Mm-hmm. Coco's Pub. Well, I think they number one. I'm, I'm gonna tell you about Coco's. <laughs> Go ahead. So. With Coco's, like, don't get me wrong, I was going there back to back to back to back to back. Mm-hmm. And then as though I'm in the cooking field, mm-hmm. one day I'm eating my crab cake and I get to moving my fork around. Shell. No, it wasn't even the shell. Moles has the most shells. Yeah, they do. Yes, they do. I don't get crab cakes from there. 
I never get crab. Just give me the whole crab and just tell me to eat it. Yeah, that's what you're doing. And I hate, I hate that. I hate shells. And my mother make crab cakes and yeah, and that shit. I don't even like what she make them. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So, um, yeah, we have. So in Maryland, we have different types of crab meat. Uh A lot of people ain't gonna like this, Mm -hmm. but you have the pasteurized, which comes in a can. Okay, it's filtered meat, and then you have the bullshit. (laughs) <laughs> then you have the meat that is you plucked. You fly right over that. Go ahead. <laughs> then you have the meat that is plucked from a uh, crab. Okay. And you, can, you know that it comes from a crab because it has the same thing in it that you see when we sitting down eating a crab. It That's has the, the yellow mustard lump? in it. Yeah. Okay. It has the yellow mustard in it. It okay. has the green, whatever that is. Yeah. You can tell that someone plucked it from yeah. a crab. They say that's poop. Exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, I, I like to see that in my crab meat. but. Gotcha. You know, being as though the demand for things are all year round now, mm-hmm. at one point in time, certain things wasn't all year round. Mm-hmm. But now that it is, they have to create ways to keep us entertained. Mm-hmm. So they start to create things for us. I don't like that. Exactly. And like if you that. don't know any better, you will eat it. Yeah. But Genetic at the same time, exactly. All that. I don't, so I don't like you that want shit. your food to be where it came from. I want it from the, the correct source. Mm-hmm. So. I will even tell people if I can't get what I want, I'm not serving it to you. Yeah, that's real. That's real. And they appreciate that in the long run. Of course. And I love my customers and clients and my DSC fan for that because I'm honest with them. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing that because my name is on that. And yeah, yeah, if I'm yeah, not going to yeah. like it, you're not going to like it. Your, your friends and family are not going to like it. And in order for me to continuously make money, I need you to say that you like it. And consistency is key. Exactly. The fool, I, I said this, it might have been two episodes. Um, Chris probably remember, but I, the food business is like the most critical business to, to be in because one bad mistake is it might, is people will be on the reviews. People will tell somebody something wrong, wrong time. If they get one bad thing, I'm not going back there. Like, it's super critical, super critical. That is true, but you have to understand something. It's going to be things said because you cannot please everybody. True, true. Another That's thing that fact. I have learned in the cooking industry for myself, mm-hmm. everybody don't know good food. Facts. I, yeah, I can take Some that. of this stuff I that I be that. saying, people post and they saying they, that it's good, yeah. that's that slop to me. Okay. And okay. It, it, it doesn't look good. So I'm like, you know, <laughs> if you think that that is good. <laughs> you ain't going to like my stuff. I, I don't like know. It. Yeah, true, true. I don't know. True. Food business is very, is very, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, it's very, it's like very critical, I guess. Like very It's critical. levels to, to the yeah. cooking industry. Yeah, if they love you, they're going to love you. Exactly. And if they don't, but um, it's, it's hard, but. But you can't please everybody, like you said. So if you don't like it. No, like prime example. Once again, me. Mm-hmm. Um, I cannot run my front window. I cannot. Run, I, that's not me. Okay. That's I am not. not no. In the kitchen. No. Okay. I'm all kitchen. That's what okay. I'm saying. I'm gotcha. all kitchen. Gotcha. I, 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 you will not walk up to my business and you're gonna see me at the register. Yeah. Because I, Too I don't much. have it, the mental capacity okay. for that. I need gotcha. to focus on. Gotcha. The food. Um, I tried it one day and I didn't have no choice but to deal with it. Yeah. And one of my regulars, I snapped at. Okay. And that was only because I was frustrated. I was down yeah, a person. Yeah, it was only yeah. me and another person. Yeah. And she sensed it from me. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even like that on my end. I had kicked myself so bad yeah. at the end of the shift. Like, 
you got to fix that. So the next time I saw her, I apologized to her. Mm. And I had told her, you know, what I was going through. She was like, yeah, because that's not like you. Yeah, Whenever yeah, yeah. I come to see you, you always smiling, you right, always right, laughing. Right, 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 right. And, you know, I didn't even know where it was coming from. Yeah. And I was like, this is the reason why I don't run my window. That's smart. That's smart. They acknowledge that. So so if you ever come down to get to that again and you can't nobody do it for you, you just going to shut down or you... Suck it no, up. No, I'm going to have to find some patience. <laughs> oh, that's what it is. You don't have the patience one. for it. Yeah, because in, in the cooking industry, we have, um, everyone wants that food. Yeah. You know, everybody yeah. wants that food. I've been that person, where's my food at? Yeah. What is taking so long? Yeah. I try to keep that in my mind. Even still now, I am always in work mood. I can be in a restaurant somewhere. Literally yesterday, me and my mom was at Northeast Market, uh -huh. and they were so busy, mm -hmm. but it was just like, where's my food? Yeah. And I'm paying attention to what they're doing, yeah. but at the same time, I'm ready to go. Right. <laughs> um, I have a lot of stuff yeah, I need to do. Yeah, so once I got in my car, once again, I had to reflect on that. Mm -hmm. You know what that feels to be behind that counter. Right, right. You know what it feels to be behind that grill. Right. You know, if you want your stuff to be done right, you have to wait. God, give them grace. You have to. Yeah, grace is super important. Super important. So, I'm, I'm assuming back to what you were saying about Coco's, they ain't got the, the good meat. The I wouldn't say they don't, they don't have the good meat, but, you know, the quality is good. Mm -hmm. I, it's just like I said, people are going to do what they need to do to get the okay. product out okay. there. Okay, okay. I got you. I, I read between that's the it. lines. That's it. That's it. So yeah. them two, and then that's it, or? Oh, right now, that's the only ones I have. No disrespect to no one. I really haven't even been eating out. I've been eating at the same places over and over because mm -hmm. when it's time for me to eat, it's literally like I need to eat yeah. so that I don't faint. Yeah, you just eating because you got to. Exactly. Yeah, I got you. Like, I have not, like. I'm real bad at going here and going there. It's mm -hmm. literally, I eat because I have to. Gotcha, I understand. So, um, about this, how did the situation with the uh, food hall happen? I had applied for Lexus and Market, mm -hmm. the new Lexus and Market, mm -hmm. and I was turned down. But they had asked a question after they turned me down, like if, if there's a lot of other projects being done in the city mm -hmm. is it okay if we give your information to mm -hmm. these other companies and mm -hmm. i i said yes didn't think that literally a couple of weeks later i would get a phone call from this woman called april richardson mm -hmm. and she contacted me she was talking to me as if she knew me <laughs> and if anybody you know me long enough you understand like i'm a what is the thing that's in a clam like i'm a clam okay. what's the other little pearl. thing is it pearl the clam or something no, what's the other <laughs> thing? A hermit. A okay, hermit. okay, got you, got Like, you. I okay. am in my shell. Uh, you don't talk a lot. No. Gotcha. I'm a goofy person, but it I, it's layers to me. Gotcha. So, when she called me and she was talking to me, she's a very outgoing person. Mm -hmm. Like, she don't hold nothing back. She just talk, talk, talk. And I'm just sitting there like, well, how did you get my number? And she told me. <laughs> uh, she was literally talking about me to mm -hmm. me. Okay. And I'm sitting there like, <laughs> okay, I'm still, do you see how calm I am? I'm like, yeah, yeah. okay. Right, right, right. So what are you saying? <laughs> and she was like, well, I feel like I want you, I know I want you a part of the team and uh, you just meet me and you do this and you do that. And I'm mm. like, okay. And then she asked me a question. I was like, 
you feel like, you know, I'm the person for this? And she was like, of course I do. Have you seen your work? And I'm sitting there like, yeah, but I just feel like I have a little longer to go because I'm at, like this happened right after me having to shut the food truck down. Okay. So I'm in a place where it's like I'm doubting myself mm-hmm. tremendously. Mm-hmm. So um, I got off the phone with her. We did a meeting literally a month later. I ended up meeting the other vendors. And when I got there, she was looking at me and she was like, you get it now? And I'm looking at her like, okay <laughs> still and even now like me and her we, we speak a lot she helps me she even helped me with getting my food truck okay. t- together and you know those type of people they come in your life you yeah. you meet them mm. you definitely do you just have to have patience with them yeah and she sound like another person that's part of them people that exactly yeah you got a good you got a good angel around you somewhere <laughs> <laughs> so so once she um so what's what? So she pulled you apart, and, and she basically told you it's going to be a minute before this, this happens. But she wants you on the team uh, in the building. Yeah, it wasn't even a minute. It was like they were predicting things, and okay. um, every every part has its own project. Okay. And that was something that I didn't know about it. Mm-hmm. Funding is a part of it. Finding contracts is a part of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, inspections because it's a brand new property so therefore it's being built literally from the ground up Mm. and just like a house things are going to happen you have to have patience Mm -hmm. only thing was they would tell us one thing and it wouldn't happen so it was just like where do I stand with this because they're they're telling us like prime Mm. example right now we move in in July Mm. so you're building your schedule around Mm. July. This schedule. Okay. You don't want to overbook yourself. Yeah, you yeah, don't want to yeah. go on vacations. Right. You don't want to do anything mm-hmm. that's going to jeopardize you moving in. Because mm-hmm. if anyone know anything about opening a restaurant or any source of food mm-hmm. company, mm-hmm. it requires a lot of you. Morning, yeah. noon, and night. Yeah, gotcha. So was that a part of your plan to have a brick and mortar spot eventually? Eventually. Okay. Yeah, definitely eventually. Because of... The pandemic scared everybody. Yeah. We thought we was about to be living in our houses like the Jeffersons for a while. Mm-hmm. Longer than what we did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The way they was overselling the, the right, situation. Right. Right. For sure. And that, this this um, this project, because I ain't familiar. Was that what the article was about in the Baltimore Sun? Yes. Okay. Yep. Okay. Uh, they had... They had scheduled it for me mm-hmm. and asked me, could I do it? Mm-hmm. And when I got there, it was like... Okay, cool. He gonna ask me a couple questions, mm. and I'm gonna go about my business. But mm. once he got to asking the questions, it was like, oh no, I really gotta answer these questions. <laughs> I thought it was just like, hey, Chef Day, yeah. you gonna be one of the vendors? It was mm. like, no, he was getting down. So he asked me, you know, um, well, what's your connection to the community? Mm. And I was like, well, yeah, I grew up in this community because I did. <laughs> uh-huh. And he, I, he was like, "What schools you went to?" And I started naming the schools I went to. He was like, "Oh yeah, you're definitely from West Baltimore." <laughs> and I was like, "Yes." I was like, "I told you that." And he was like, "Oh no, some people say they're from somewhere and not know that it's not where yeah. they know it is." Yeah. And I'm saying like, "No, I'm definitely West Baltimore." Right. right. And um, other than that, 
he was like, what's the number one thing that you are excited for for it? Mm. And I was like, I created a sandwich. Mm. I created three things for it, but I'm actually drop them before I get there. Mm. And that was the shrimp salad sandwich. Mm. Um, if you know anything about West Baltimore, uh, right now, even where we're about to go, it's considered a food desert. You know what a food desert is? Mm. A food desert is a desert. Ain't nothing out, no nothing. food around it. It, it, on well, North Avenue? They do have them, but it isn't many. Yeah. Like, when you go downtown, you have multiple options. But True. you have to, if if it is North Avenue, you have to go at the top of um, True. North Avenue. True. You, or you got to go on North in Pennsylvania. True. You have to, Mar Darman. Yeah. Or Westside Shopping Center. Yeah, why is that big middle. of a gap? Yeah, that's true. That's you know, true. so that's this true. is the reason why they call it the food desert, because okay. it's not a lot of options and you have more businesses and more residents in this area. Mm. So why is it that we're lacking mm. food here? Yeah. So you really had to think on these questions. When they, these I had already knew them okay, because we okay. was asked to, uh, th those questions a year prior okay. to when we um, was just checking the place out. Okay. So that, so it's, it's strictly going to be food vendors in the spot. And it's going to be food vendors and one bar. Okay. And it's going to be right by Coppin. Yes. So there's going to be a lot of students in there. It is. The students are a part of it. Okay. Um, okay. They're going to uh, have their own cards to purchase food from us. Okay. That's what's up. That's, that's good. They're bringing it up the community. Yes. Bringing a lot of it with the community. So that's is in the same format as like our house. There we the, go. Um, uh, Lexington Market and Mount what's Vernon. That? Yeah, Mount Vernon. That's exactly. The about. That's the one under the apartment building. Yeah, Mount Vernon. Yeah. That's exactly what they're building okay. for us. Okay. And they they continuing to build more of these, or that's just probably for them? No, they're um, building these all over the city because okay. for small businesses, it's it it's more smart to yeah, yeah, yeah. have something like that than mm -hmm. to have a full brick and mortar, especially yeah. for people who didn't take my journey and built my clientele mm -hmm. up. Some mm -hmm. people just have funds. Yeah. And no clientele, and they go out of business True. for less than a year. True. And this is, um, um, uh, what I was about to ask you. Um, oh, is it going to have the same menu from the truck? No. Or is this going to be different? So, Separate. Okay, okay. Cool. Um, and the only reason why I did that is because I want people to still be interested in the food truck. That makes sense. That makes sense. That makes sense. And you're still doing catering also? Yes. Um, my goal is once I get my brick and mortar open is to find a building within the first two years of my placement open mm -hmm. to open my own catering place. Okay. That's what's up. That's what's up. So, um, that's, that's the goal. So overall, what do you feel like you could bring to the city of Baltimore with, with your business? Cause there's a lot of brick and mortar spots it's a lot of caterers mm -hmm. it's a lot of food trucks what do you feel stands out with you and everybody else how do you stand out between everybody else what do you bring to the the city or to the food business period it ain't gotta be the city um i would say i bring originality not mm -hmm. taking that from no one else mm -hmm. i feel like in some cases they make the same stuff over and over uh, I, I'm not competing with our people. Mm. I'm bringing rest recipes from literally downtown. You go downtown and you look at those menus, mm. and then when you come in our neighborhoods, that's all they want to feed us is chicken and fish. Yeah, true. You true. know, we don't have a menu like mine. True, 
in nowhere around where you mm. know I'm, I'm gonna be at mm. other than the food truck the food truck i can't take that take that credit but you know as far as the brick and mortar no mm. you know you had i had i knew i studied the community right you know no one is selling this and why just because we're black we have to eat soul food true or True. chicken and fish. Other cultures even feed us chicken and fish. Yeah, yeah. I like to, at some point in the interview, I like to ask this question to everybody um, in closing or in between. But what does Baltimore mean to you? Baltimore means a lot to me. And the older I'm becoming, the more I feel like I want to do more for it. Mm-hmm. I'm attached to Baltimore. I know it as much as I can. I know enough about Baltimore. It's still a lot of things that I'm even learning. Mm-hmm. Uh, like when it comes to my business, I'm going to invest a portion of my earnings into the community. Okay. And the reason for that is because you can't expect for other people to take care of our people. Right. And I feel like I want to start there. Mm-hmm. I have family here. Um, and majority of my family is talking about moving. And I have not yet got to that point where I want to leave. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is my destination mark. As much as, you know, I want to involve myself in the conversations of, yeah, I want to leave too. I, that's not me. I feel like my job here, it's more to it. And I know that just like everything else in my journey, I'm going to continue to find that mm-hmm. and be a landmark here. And that is my goal as becoming a legend is to stick to my plan and be remembered for doing great things and giving as much as I can. Uh, now, when I think of Baltimore, I definitely think of my family. Mm-hmm. I was raised here. Mm-hmm. You know, I even ride past streets even still now and have childhood memories mm-hmm. and even when it comes to my food truck i think about going back to those communities taking my food truck there because it would mean a lot yeah. you know you have to show the kids in the community i went to the school yeah. i was running on these same streets and i was bad when i was a kid <laughs> like really bad like i thought fighting was fun <laughs> like it was like terrible oh you saw the change yeah <laughs> uh so uh, Baltimore is definitely home for me. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, when I was younger, my sister would take me from my grandmother's house to our great grandmother's house, and the whole conversation would be nothing but her teaching me life lessons. And my sister is only three years older than me. She's and very wise. Very wise. Mm-hmm. But even when we were younger, mm-hmm. you know, telling me what to do, what not to do, mm-hmm. what not to get caught up in. And she took care of me, mm-hmm. so I had to listen to her. And she mm-hmm. didn't ever stare me wrong, even still now. You know, she's mm-hmm. one of my biggest supporters. Mm-hmm. And I'm thankful for that because that will be a part of my documentary. Yeah, for sure. You know, it will be started off with, you know, my sister talking to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I can remember looking up to her mm-hmm. and literally thinking to myself, like, man, what are you talking about? Yeah. It's hot. Right. Why we got to walk over here, you know? But at the same time, she told me to pay attention, not just to what she was saying, but to our surroundings because we didn't grow up in a neighborhood with white picket fences. Mm -hmm. That's super important to have somebody like that in your life. Of course. Yeah, it's definitely helpful. And I definitely support that idea going back because people, I always say this to people, like it's, 
this is one of the reasons why I do episodes like this and people in their careers because, you know, we a lot of uh, young people in the environment, they only know what they see. Exactly. What's outside, you know, even if it ain't selling drugs, girls might only see doing hair. Mm-hmm. You might see being in there, stuff like that. It's just, it's good to just see. Nothing wrong with none of that. Well, drugs, besides the drugs. But nothing wrong with none of that stuff. But it's just always good to be, to know there's other things to do. Even exactly. if somebody sees somebody that cook, know there's so many possibilities that you can, and opportunities you can have with cooking. Like you could turn it in, like you did, a food truck, a caterer, a brick and mortar. So there's so many opportunities for stuff. But people don't know unless they told or showed it, so. I definitely think that's super important. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Sam because Sam uh, was a part of putting this together as well. Thanks, Sam. He put this, he put, he told me from day one that you wanted to be a part. I kept my word and I said I was going to do it. He, he actually said it to me twice. And um, I also, I, I try to do like what I get from every interview and what I got from, from I, I said it more than once in the interview, but what I got is like, Determination is important. Um, having grace is important. Um, staying down, learning from your mistakes, and um, pay attention. Pay attention to the to the signs and the people around you. Of course, like, I, everything you like. Like I said, I love that you had people around you that was pushing you and there for you and, and just giving you that, like you know that that green light mm-hmm. with everything so and like i said earlier a lot of people don't take heed a lot of people might run from that it might be too much pressure from people that that get those type of things but um you took heed to it and you kept it moving so um my my what i say to anybody watching this i would say take heed to them signs the good and the bad stay down for what you believe in and what you what your goals are and keep pushing through you're gonna learn from I, I really like that what you said in the beginning. I keep saying it, but I really like that you that that what you learned from the truck early, because people don't learn from their mistakes. People don't be applying it, and to do to go through that, then go back and then go forward with it is just that that just that's motivation to me. So, um, I shout out to you and everything you got going on. Thank you. I look forward to getting some of your food. I'm a definitely. Catch the food truck. Definitely catch the food hall. Because I eat the same shit all the time. <laughs> and I get tired of eating the same shit. Sometimes I force myself to go other places. And I don't eat the same shit because I want to. It's just, I don't, if I'm far from it, or if I don't know what I want, I just go what's right there. So, exactly. And I'm, I'm, <laughs> I know what that feels like. Yeah, so so I'm, I'm all for trying new stuff in new places. So And I'm a seafood lover, so I'm down for it. So everybody, check out my Definitely Plug. Instagram, all your contact information is in Instagram. If yes. anybody have any, if they want to reach out, are you looking for help hiring anything? I am hiring. Okay. We are definitely hiring okay. uh, for the food truck and for the brick and mortar that's um, soon coming. I'll make sure I push that as well. And reach out, follow her, tap in. If you need any catering and all that. So, so we need answers, episode 114. I think I got that right. We out. Be down, and guess what? We need answers. Fresh up off the track. Uh, uh, uh. Bitch, I hustle hard, gotta get that bag. Uh, uh. Bitch, I'm with the gang and my whole team drag. Uh, uh. You talking about some money, bitch? You need some more. You need some more. Mike, Mike, and Wong got that way. Bitch, watch your boat. Bitch, watch your boat. How about these perks feel like?